0: We are back for episode three of the Seed Funders podcast. I'm Joe Hamilton, partner in Seed Funders, joined by the founder, Dave Chittister. Hi, Dave. Hey, Joe. How you doing? Doing well. So we started off, uh, episode one was looking at the ecosystem. And in episode two, we looked at some of the new Floridians that are coming down here and some of the different stages of investing. And now here in episode three, we're going to get a little deeper into angel groups and specifically you know, what they are and, and what are some of the advantages of being part of an angel group. So Let's kick things off with the definition. What is an angel investment
1: group? Well, there are two ways to be an angel investor. One is to be an individual and invest in deals on yourself. You are an investor with a company. You're on the cap table. You are basically an, an individual. The other way is join a group, such as Seed Funders, New World Angels, or Bridge Angels. These groups are obviously just a lot of angel investors that get together, and they ban their money, they ban their time, they basically create a lot more synergies than just an individual angel. Now, all angel investors, regardless of their individual or a member of a group, have to be accredited investors. And I said previously an accredited investor is someone who's worth a million dollars or more, not counting the value of their personal residence, and or makes $200,000 a year or $300,000 with a spouse. So, each of these individual angel groups that I mentioned have different processes and procedures as far as how people want to join. Each has a different location. But basically, they all have the same goals. We all have the same goals. One, for-profit. We invest in equity for profit. We aren't making loans or making grants to companies. We are all for-profit. I think with the exception of Miami Angels. But again, their goal as well is to make profits for their investors and for their members. We also all want to help these startups. That includes funding and mentoring. So again, all these groups want to help startups. They want to fund them. They want to mentor them. And the difference is the group is on the cap table as a single investor. So you might have five or 10 or 20 individuals in a group that all invest in a company. They all join into what's called an SVP, Special Purpose Investment Vehicle, that basically invests in the company as one. So that group then has a lot more clout. It's basically quite a bit different than an individual angel investor. And we say special purpose
0: vehicle, that ends up being an LLC and then the LLC actually does the investment.
1: That's right. The actual investors are members of the LLC and the LLC does the investment and manages the investment for the members. Great. So when we compare those two, uh, you have
0: you're joining on your own or joining in a group, what are the advantages of joining a group?
1: There are numerous advantages in a group and I'll get into a few of those things. First of all, if you're new to angel investing, you learn a lot from a group. You have a lot of members that come to meetings, that share emails, that share experiences. So just the learning experience alone in a group is tremendous compared to an individual. You also have more deal flow. These groups, we have websites. We're well-connected around the state. We have reputations. A seed funder's example, my one-liner is we're looking for pre-revenue scalable technology to invest in. If people are interested in that, we attract partners in seed funders who are interested in pre-revenue scalable technology. So people can learn from that from other people. So we have great deal flow. When it comes to that, people know what we're looking for and they refer those deals to us. So the deal flow is more in a group than individuals, an individual trying to find their own individual investments. We also follow best practices. The Angel Capital Association, which I believe all of us belong to, the Angel Capital Association has best practice guides and Procedures and things. So we all follow that. We know what the best way to do is regarding due diligence procedures, standardized legal documents, accounting practices. All that is done by the group for the members versus an individual that would have to do that all themselves. Also, we have diversified experience of the members. As I said, many times we're having a meeting and somebody's presenting, and one of our members says, Oh, I have a question. I had a company that did something like that or did that. It's amazing. The diversified experience of the members is a huge advantage versus an individual person. Also, we have fun. We meet like-minded people. We have lunches and dinners, not, you know, pre-COVID we did, and we will continue to do those uh, in the future. Lunches and dinners with each other. We see live pitch events and presentations. It's just a great way to meet people and get involved, particularly if you're new to an area versus being an individual angel and trying to make individual connections. Well, the fun part is priceless. But when we look at uh, the other advantages, how
0: do those map over to expected returns in a group versus investing individually?
1: Well, the expected returns actually are significantly higher. We will do a whole podcast on studies that have been done to document those expected returns. But there's a number of reasons for that, for those expected returns being higher. First of all is the due diligence. The amount of due diligence that a group can do is significantly higher than what an individual can do. That means that the deals are more vetted. They're more vetted. They can bring higher returns because there are fewer failures. It also spreads the risk. Basically, when you're a member of an angel group, you can invest in more deals. For example, if you are an individual angel, typically there's a minimum investment for a company of $25,000 or $50,000. When you're an angel group, say seed funders, our minimum is $5,000 per deal. So instead of putting $25,000 to one company, you could put $5,000 to five companies. That spreads your risk and allows for higher returns because a lot of these companies are going to fail. It's a fact of early stage investing like this. Other groups like New World Angels, they have a requirement of $10,000 per deal and three deals per year. So for $30,000, you're in three deals, not one. So again, diversifying your portfolio is really the best way to spread the risk and increase your return. There are a lot of studies that show you need about 10 deals to actually get a return on investment because, as I said, half are going to fail. It's a risky business. And again, you hear a lot of people say 90% of these companies fail. Well, that's kind of exaggerated. That includes mom-and-pop pizza stores and consulting practice and, and things like that. But when you're talking technology, investment, the studies show that about half of those fail, not 90%, but half is a lot. So you need to spread your risk out. I think 20 might be more feasible than 10, because then obviously you're spreading your risk more. So you think about it, if you invest 5,000 in 20 deals, that's not nearly as much as you have to invest 25,000 in 20 deals. And a lot of people just can't afford that. So that kind of spreading the risk is an advantage that increases returns. The other two things I'll talk about is industry experience. When a group has the experience in the industry, they can vet companies and vet potential deals a lot better than an individual who says, boy, this sounds really good. My brother-in-law said he's going investing in this. It sounds good to me. Versus having a group that has really the industry experience. You get better deals. You get better insight. And finally, after the deal is done, the participation with the portfolio company. If someone's investing in 20 deals, you can't possibly participate in 20 companies. We're in a group with a number of people, everybody participates in one or two. Yes, your group can participate with that portfolio companies. And the stats show that the more investors participate with the actual investment, the higher the returns. And as I said, there are studies that we can get into in another podcast that detail those. And just to be clear,
0: it's not that the investment minimums change, is that because you're pulling your money together, you can come in at $5,000 and then pull it with other people in the group to get to that 50 or 100 or even higher minimum And that's how you get that extra access to more deals. That's exactly right. So all of this organization and all this infrastructure isn't free. What are the costs of joining an angel group?
1: Well, every group's different. Most groups charge an annual membership fee. That gives them the operating capital to run. Some have annual investment requirements where you have to invest a certain amount in a certain number of deals per year. Seed funders work quite different. Uh, Our investors buy equity in seed funders itself and become a partner. So we have no annual fees or minimum investment amounts after you're a member. But individuals need to choose what's comfortable for them. If they want to join a seed funders group that has a capital requirement to buy in or make monthly annual payments to be a member of another group or a number of operating deals that they have to invest in, it's up to them. So again, if you email me, Davidchidister.com, I could point you in the right direction based on your risk tolerance and the way you want to invest. Other advantages of uh, the cost of joining a group is actually, as I said, joining the resources. Basically, an individual has to hire an attorney and an accountant to review deals and that. the group hires them and they represent everybody. So again, the costs are spread out among the entire group, which saves money to the individual investors rather than being an individual angel investor. Also, it saves for investors by doing deals faster. We have the experience, we have processes and procedures, standard documents. Basically, it's less time for the investors, less money that they have to spend and less time that they have to spend analyzing a deal because the group helps with all that. So in in summary, the groups pull the resources, it saves time, saves money, and you pay for it by either a membership fee or an annual fee or being a partner.
0: So all those resources, that buying power, that investing power, the network, the mentoring, all of that lends to the clout of the angel group. Talk about why that's important in investing.
1: Yeah. So, well, basically the bigger the investment size, the more influence you have in the company, in the companies you're investing in, the portfolio company. Again, if somebody as an individual investor puts in $25,000, they're on the cap table. But if a group puts in $200,000... They basically have a lot of clout. First of all, they get better deal terms. So they can negotiate and say, we're putting 200 in versus somebody's putting 25. You get better terms. You can lead deals. Groups can lead deals. And then the other investors have to follow along. So groups can lead deals. You have better investment size. There's also potential for follow-on investment. Of seed funders of our 30 investments to date, I think nine are follow-on deals. So when a company is doing well and you made an original investment and they are looking for more capital, the first place they come is to the groups that invested previously. So we can then dictate terms, So we can negotiate terms as far as what the follow-on investment is going to be, versus an individual doesn't have that kind of an influence. Also, we typically get a board seat in these companies. It's hard for someone who puts 25000 in to actually sit on a board of directors of a startup, but as a group, and we're putting in 150 dollars or $200,000, we typically get a board seat. In fact, two of our larger investments at seed Funders, we have two board seats out of five. So we do have a lot more clout. Groups have a lot more clout than individuals. And finally, after the investment, as far as reports on updates, update pitches and things like that, it's pretty tough for an individual to ask a company to come in and pitch them on an update on where they stand and what their progress has been. But as a group, and we have 10, 20 people involved, the companies are glad to come in and pitch on their progress.
0: Well, we've been touching on a lot of information and covering a lot of ground. I think it's worth checking back in on how someone connects with an angel group.
1: Well, the first thing you would think is do a Google search. And uh, unfortunately, I did that. I did a Google search and typed in Florida angel investment groups and appropriate terms like that. It's actually not much help. Well, the one search I had, it was so wasn't current. The first reference that came up was a two-year-old article on an investment that a group made. And the second one was over 10 years old. So a lot of times the internet just isn't current on things. So the better way to keep in touch with what's going on and how to find these angel groups is really to subscribe to publications. Basically, there are a lot of online publications in the industry that deal with what is going on, who's investing, what groups are active, And that way you can find out these groups. St. Pete Catalyst is one, obviously. It's free, online free publication that talks about these investments. Florida Venture Sourcing out of Orlando, another free online source. Refresh Miami, another source of online that tells you a lot about what's going on in the Miami area, who's doing the investing. There are other publications such as Tampa Bay Business and Wealth. Emerge America has a great newsletter that comes out quite regularly, at least once or twice a week that talks about things going on in the state and in Miami area, the Knight Foundation has a great newsletter that they come out and talk about the investments that are being made and who's active. There are other publications like 83 Degrees, Palm Beach Tech, which I think recently rebranded to South Florida Technology. Then you have the paid publications like the Business Journal. They basically, Tampa Bay Business Journal, Orlando Business Journal, South Florida Business Journal. They charge about $4 per month per entity. But again, they do cover a lot of this of what's going on in the startup area. Unfortunately, local newspapers have eliminated their local business reporters pretty much. So they really are not a good source on information on startups. You're rarely going to find local stories on startups in local newspaper publications. So the online publications, search for those, look at those, read those, and they'll tell you which of the active groups are active in the state. Wonderful.
0: And while we're checking back in on how to connect, uh, we should also check back in on the value beyond profits because they're certainly there. How does an angel investment group benefit the community in general?
1: There's a lot of ways that the angel investment groups do benefit the entire community. Start with funding the startups. These companies wouldn't exist if they don't get that original funding from the angel groups. These companies, they rent space, they hire people. That's our mission is to get these companies started and launched. So that helps the overall general economy side benefits in addition to those direct benefits there are a lot of side benefits first thing I'll talk about is that the press you know how great it feels when i read an announcement about an investment we made and the press that comes out the community gets involved they say wow that's great i get congratulation emails from people who are not members they just take pride in the fact that there's groups out there that are doing this even if they're not involved and they don't really aren't angel investors it just creates a community pride it's like winning the super bowl except we don't have parades But there is a civic pride in the investments that these groups do. We're part of the community. In addition, our members join organizations, other organizations, nonprofit organizations. We fund nonprofit organizations. We donate to causes of our members. Our goal is to be a part of the community, not just an investment group out to make money, but actually be part. And it shows in the communities that these angel groups are in. Those communities take pride. So there is a lot of angel investment groups that do for the community.
0: Great info. Closing
1: thoughts? Well, as you can tell, I love running an angel investment group. We are capitalists, we're for profit, but we do social good and we have fun. And I said this before, but we're having fun doing social good to make money. What more can you ask for in being part of an angel group?